Warning, the following podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener, discretion is advised. Welcome to Dogfin Radio. What up, everybody? What's up? Uh, so, you know, normally <clears throat> we have an episode with a lot of general information and kind of general things. Unfortunately, this week, there's none of that. Star Wars, motherfucker! Star Wars! I know Star Wars. <laughs> Everything's about Star Wars! And just be thankful for one thing. Jar Jar Binks is abomination. Mm-hmm. Not that guy. Didn't see him at all. No. Not even a peep, whisper, nothing. No, he got vaporized a long time ago or thrown out an airlock. Good. Good. Oh. I'm glad he's dead. Maybe they'll bring him back in. Well, maybe they might throw him into, well, Spaceballs. That's... That is a possibility. Spaceballs too. The quest for more money. Yeah, that's a big possibility. They're gonna bring that guy in there. But if it's not evident enough, John and I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens opening night. Opening night. So far, as of this recording, it has made over two hundred and thirty-eight million dollars domestically, kicking the crap just barely out of Jurassic World. But Grant, Jurassic World did what? All that money in a whole weekend. Yeah. Star Wars did it in one night. Basically. So. What, what? And definitely we're going to do a huge uh, Randy Remembers over Star Wars. Uh, we're going to try and boil it down. But this is going to be our Star Wars episode. So those are the numbers for Star Wars. As of right now, uh, it's got us let's see, 4.7 from all... Users on comicbook.com, Thursday's gross, midnight for pre-screening, so it was $57 million. I know on Rotten Tomatoes, it was a certified tomato at like 97. Oh, holy shit. John Boyega has been seen, has been spotted at several different screenings now. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's been popping in and out of like every screening that he's in. And the at the premiere, he was all like... Uh, Harrison Ford's my buddy. Harrison Ford's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and they even found uh, like uh, old footage of him uh, meeting Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones oh, back damn. in like 1994. Oh, holy crap. It was, it was nuts. And I was like, yeah, he's my friend. He's been to my house. He's met my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like, Yep, he's only one step away from just totally blowing this guy. You and the... What? I'm starting to wonder now about you. I don't know. Cause I, Harrison Ford looked pretty good in Star Wars, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, wouldn't, hey, be, I wouldn't be amiss at just giving him a little... Oh, look at, I know you would. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just... One thing I did like about the movie that you finally got to see... Chewbacca's crossbow shoots something. That is true. <laughs> you rarely see that happen. No. He was always busy either driving or running or some shit. Oh, yeah. He shot. I mean, I guess he shot something in the Empire, but. Yeah, but I think it was just a regular blaster, I believe. Yeah. Let's see. No, no, no. No, he didn't. That was Han Solo shooting. Han Solo was in uh, the Carbonite. No, uh, an empire. An empire. Yeah, yeah. the empire. He, he was in carbonate when he met with Darth Vader. That's when he started shooting him. You just hear the Chewbacca goes. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's so yeah, see. the crossbow finally got used. Adam Driver to host Saturday Night Live. No, I mean it was it was just nuts. And I'm trying to just I'm trying to give a little general knowledge about Star Wars and about apparently like there was so much. Not so much uh, trailers and promoting, but a lot of like, hey, come check out our new Star Wars-based cereal, our Star Wars-based fruit roll-ups, Star Wars-based produce, Star Wars-based venereal douches. (laughs) Oh, wait, and there's also...
feel the fusion now. Disney's starting to promote way too much too far out. It's like, that's just too much there, buddy. I'm hoping that's not licensed by Disney. Like, yep, slap a, slap a Disney on logo on it. Slap those mouse the ears. The mouse needs the money. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of I heard a lot of stories about people being beaten because of spoilers. Oh, God, yes. There was a lot of that going around. Like, uh, a man was beaten by a Boba Fett, Chewbacca, and a Stormtrooper at a theater uh-huh. after seeing the movie and then spoiling it for the people who were waiting in line. Yep. Just like straight well, up. Well, nobody wants to be the Homer. Be Homer. Yes. I, but I was totally that guy sitting outside the theater waiting for my, my turn, and I could hear snippets like, oh, my God, did you see that? That was so cool when they did that. And then my brain went, no, start making crazy noises because I don't want to hear what happens next. Meh. <laughs> but... But yeah, nobody wants to be this guy. Wow, what an ending! Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, thank you! Thank you, Mr. Blow the Picture for me! Nobody wants to be Homer. Let's hope not. But there's always those. But then now, people getting beaten? Yeah, they're starting to learn now. But we did see some interesting trailers in... uh, the Force Awakens. In my screening, I saw one that was kind of uh, a shot for the opposite side. Uh, Star Trek Beyond. Oh, yes. Shall we play it for him? Go right ahead. Keep in mind, I'm the Trekkie of the group here. That's true. Is that music? It's a good choice. Hey, well played. No ship. No crew. How are we going to get out of this one? We will find hope in the impossible. Well, at least I won't die alone. doesn't get messy. This is where it begins, Captain. This is where the frontier pushes back. What the hell is this? I know why you're here. Why we are all here. Okay, let's never do that again. You need to stop. You need some help to control your lens flares. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, think about all, if there's that many lens flares that were in Star Trek during the lightsaber battle. Oh. How, many, how many epileptics are going to go down in a theater? He would have had body bags <laughs> cleaving that theater. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it would have given away Star Wars commemorative body bags. Oh, speaking of commemorative stuff, on all anyone that's listening that went on opening night, almost every theater had a little booth there set up where you can get T-shirts, keychains, stuff like that. It was only available that night. What? What? And I picked up a shirt and a keychain. I got a shirt. Yeah, and I looked on eBay today. Okay. The shirt I got is going for $60. I paid 20 Yeah, I paid 20 for my and I bought, And then I bought the keychain. That was five dollars. That's going for twenty to twenty-five. That's nuts. I should have bought more stuff. Seriously, if I had known that this was going to happen, which I should have, should have just realized, I would have bought three shirts. Same here. I had the money. So did I. Like, <laughs> like talked myself out of it. I was just like, I just want something to have, just because I think it's going to be an interesting moment later in life. It was like, I was there, brother. I was there. I was part of that history. You don't even know, man. You weren't even there because I, I was literally. I have seen most of the saga in theaters now. Well, well, yeah, you're young enough. You remember the prequels. I remember the prequels to see those. Yeah, and I saw Return of the Jedi in theaters. Oh, well. Aged myself there. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. Thanks, Grandpa. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I would have loved to see Return of the Jedi, but I was in the womb. <laughs> I know you were in the womb. 
<laughs> You're still just a smear. I was a zygote. <laughs> but uh, you were uh, a parasite. I was. I was a parasite. Well, since we're sticking with the Star Wars theme this time, also, just to let you all know, this is also our Christmas episode. Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, or as I like to say, Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah. Cover whatever. all bases, because fuck Happy Holidays. What's wrong with Happy Holidays? I, never, I don't like it. I don't understand people. It's like you're trying to say something pleasant. No, it's, that's, that's just me. The Happy Holidays, it's, to me, it feels like a cop-out. It is a cop-out, because I don't know what you are I'll say, hey, off hey, the bat. Merry Christmas, or whatever. Yeah. But usually most people, like you say Merry Christmas, they'll either say Merry Christmas back or Happy, Bob, holidays. happy holidays or or Happy Hanukkah or whatever they are. I have yet to meet anyone to say Happy Kwanzaa. No. And you have to be like Kwanzaa bot. Or though. even Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Police got my car. The police stole my car. Though I'm still, I have a can of spray paint right now. I'm trying to find a for lease sign in my, in my neighborhood because I will spray paint. Navidad underneath oh, it. <laughs> because why not? Yes. Oh, uh, but so many things, so many things. But yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus, whatever you or whatever thing that you go by. Whatever. Hey guys, just you know, have a have a merry whatever and you know let's let's all ring out the new year and get rid of this wretched 2015 that's been so Terrible up until this point when Star Wars came out. <laughs> oh, yes. Because all of us collectively were being reamed in the ass. Seriously. If it wasn't by our governments, it was by some kind of sick psychopathic cobras. Cobra! <laughs> cobra commander! <laughs> Which I totally like. Never mind. Well, go ahead. Go on with it. I want to. Why, why can't we create a G.I. Joe? <laughs> Say what? I want a G.I. Joe. You like want a, like a coalition of like international soldiers together fighting for peace. That'll never happen. I know, but wouldn't it be an awesome idea just to be. have a live-action G.I. Joe? Because oh, already, God. apparently, we're fighting the live-action version of Cobra. True. <laughs> All we need now is a guy with a plate on his face. That would be really strange if... That actually happens. It's like they like the supreme leader of the Islamic <laughs> State is a guy with a plate on his face who or, or in. maybe he's a has a chrome dipped face. That's what it is. Maybe it's, it's Destro. Destro. <laughs> Soon I will take over all the <laughs> be fucked up. Oh yes. That'd be um, sh- Should we go into the Star Wars gadget porn? Gadget porn. <laughs> Gadget porn. Uh, a couple of things actually going through, and some people have gotten these things. One of the things actually, um, we're just gonna hit because I know Randy hates this topic. Smartwatches. Fucking hell! God damn you and your. <laughs> uh, you're worse than BB-8. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think. Never mind. I'll get. I'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, with um, the smartwatches, a couple of people made uh, the Star Wars watch faces for them. One of them was a countdown, which is now counting upwards. Yep. Until it gets the next update for whenever the new Star Wars comes out. Five hundred thirty-six days to Episode Eight. Yep. But yeah, that's pretty much touching on that with the Star Wars ones. But you can have watch faces of the Death Star with an X-wing circling it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, little things like that. I don't think there's enough booze right now. <laughs> I got plenty. Holidays are coming. <laughs> hey, Christmas! <laughs> um, and, of course, the traditional, who would not want a Star Wars Death Star waffle maker? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is just eat that waffle and just try to find that thermal <laughs> exhaust port. That's what she said last <laughs> night. <laughs> and... Yeah, it looks like page I'm looking at right now is the whatonearthcatalog.com. They are on back order on those <laughs> to January 4th. Oh, my God. Hey, go, babe. I got you a coupon for Star Wars <laughs> Waffle Maker. <laughs> Love you. And now Pottery Barn has gotten into this. Everyone's going to be trying to suck the dick of Star Wars for the next couple of months. Like, well, what do you expect? It's you, a, you guys want Star Wars, right? It's Mickey Mouse with a Darth Vader helmet. Come on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a Star Wars twin bed. What? The bed is shaped like the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, man. Why, why couldn't it be a king-size bed? 
because then that would actually make sense, but they want to target these things to kids. But yeah, I like, but I can fit in a twin size. You can't. The fuck? The hell is that supposed to be? What? You're bigger than me. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to stick your co-pilot in there. I can. That'd be weird. <laughs> Chewy, punch it. <laughs> That's what she says to you. <laughs> but yeah, you want to know how much this little thing goes for? Oh, and it's also, just to give you a hint, it's made of solid wood. $400. No, higher. $800. Now, let's go at 400 but add a zero to the end. $4,000? $4,000 from Pottery Barn. I really hope they suck your dick up. <laughs> they probably will after you hand them, after you damn. swipe your gold card. Or you got that or you have the American Express black one. Yep. It's and like ching, never live home without it. Now here's some more fun things. Lego's gotten into this now. It's well Lego's hardcore. been all up inside Star Wars and DC and Lord of the Rings and they made There's a Lego everything. Oh yeah. There's also a Lego Death Star. There's a there's a Lego that has beige bricks. <laughs> For real architecture. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this thing, the Lego Death Star, it's just like the one that's out of Return of the Jedi, so it's still being made. This little thing opens up. There's multi-levels and everything else. Pretty much you can fit all the Lego characters, and you have the lightsaber battle with um, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. You have a section in it where Luke Skywalker and Leia swing across the crevasse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crevasse. You want to know how much this thing goes for from Lego? $800. No, higher. Four, way way uh, higher. What? $2,415.96. It's Legos. I know. It's not like... You could buy a car for that much money. Yes, you could. But it wouldn't be a Death Star. But you could go to some place that then not have... What? Uh, what? 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 But speaking of the Return of the Jedi Death what? Star, <laughs> there's one thing I do have a problem with, though, and this was actually addressed if anyone's seen the movie Clerks. Okay. Like, you know, when the first Death Star got blown up, okay, Imperialists are all, they're destroyed, they're blown up, so you know, evil is punished. Right. The second one, it's still being built when the Rebels destroyed it. Think of all the innocent contractors and roofers and plumbers that died needlessly. Didn't you hear what that guy said? The contractor walks right in, like, "Hey, I've been on a couple of jobs where I felt that it wasn't safe." And they're like, "What? What do you mean? Like, there was a job for you know Tony Vanzito, Tony Vanzito, the mobster? Yeah, I didn't want to take this job, so I walked away from it, and I gave it to a buddy of mine. He ends up getting shot." <laughs> Point of the story is those contractors took the deal, knowing what kind of people they're working for, and then there's it's on them for you know what happens to them. I know it comes down to personal politics, but still, innocence died. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's what I, that's the, that is the game we play, baby. <laughs> I would definitely, like, that's the thing about, you know, I don't know, being a stormtrooper, apparently, is like, you know who you're working for. I don't understand where you were getting, or like, nah, it, it'll be fine. I'm sure I'm just going to be chilling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? We're just, I'm just going to be... I'm going to meet Joe, the Stormtrooper janitor. Now I don't have to pull my blaster out for nothing. And a couple other things. You got the uh, R2-D2 latex bodysuit for the ladies. All right. You know how much that goes for? $400. You're really close. $395. Nope. Lower. $300. Yes. $300 for a latex bodysuit of oh, R2-D2? Yeah. Uh-huh. God damn. On your girl's body. Still, just like you got to get a girl in it first. It's just the bodysuit. Well, see, there you go. Step one, get bodysuit. Step two, step three, profit. Why couldn't you just like not get the bodysuit and just give the girl $300? Oh, shit. Like, that's a prostitute. Hey, you know what? what if, when it's a fair exchange of goods for services. Oh, I, my God. I think it'll be okay. Or this, the Stormtrooper motorcycle mask. All right, that sounds cool. All right. Oh, yeah, it actually looks pretty good. So, but it looks Do like, they have one for Boba Fett? No, they have a Boba Fett helmet you can get. Aww. But the motorcycle mask, just like the original Stormtroopers. But with the with this, it looks very, oh, what is the word? Steampunk. Oh. Yeah, brown leather. Oh. Yeah, very steampunk-like. Never mind. Or how would you like a wood-carved Millennium Falcon platter? 
but no, good. Yeah, these, these sound less and less like gadgets, <laughs> and more like just knickknacks that well, you found. As like they're not so much gadgets. Okay, okay. Here's one gadget. Like, though. Do, is there a Kylo Ren letter opener that actually like has light that uses a laser? No, but there is a Star Wars lightsaber um, flogger. What the fuck's a flogger? It's what you use to spank your partner's ass while you're having bondage sex. Couldn't you just get one of those battle, like, those stunt sabers and just be like, here it is. Yeah, but you got, oh, they have that too. I'm Darth Maul, baby. Yeah, they got that too. But yeah, little things like that. So, you know, there's your fetish I'm going to be the force. It penetrates you. (laughs) (laughs) It surrounds you in jism. It surrounds you. I'm gonna bind your galaxy together. <laughs> or you know the Star Wars headphones that are pretty much like the Beats headphones, but with okay, you got little things of a little. It's, it's, painted, not, painted it's like, like we're little. being. It's like we are being sponsored by Star Wars and Lucasfilms today. <laughs> please, which would be awesome. <laughs> Lu- Lucas Arts, please send your world their check to <laughs> right. PO Box. <laughs> I don't know. Tell them, fuck it. Uh, but yeah, so we'll many, so many. We'll gladly things. suck the dick of losing art for that much, for some cash. Or here cash you go. For anyone that is into um, herbal medicine, the R two D two smoking pipe. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Back a bowl. That is the droid we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, little little things. I'm gonna go to Tashi and pick up some power converters. Oh dear God. <laughs> What he really meant to say was, I'm going to go to Taji and get my big old ounce because we have two sons and no women and I need something to pass the time. <laughs> okay, here's, here's two gadgets here. They're both USB car charger. One's a USB car charger. Okay. The other one is a portable battery. All right. The car charger fits in your cup holder and it is R2-D2. Okay. While the backup battery that charges your phone is a lightsaber. What? What? Yep. What? Little little things like that, or how about um, how about a Star Wars toaster that pops the toast out of the top of Darth Vader's head? All right, now we're definitely outside of gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn! Oh yeah, but yeah, but toast on one side, Star Wars on the other side, Darth Vader. Yeah, I will finish the toast that you started. Let's see what are the little things here. Oh, I'm gonna fill the whole episode with puns. Yes, you are. Good. Let's see if I get though. The one thing I do want to get though. Join. Go ahead. The BB-8 smartphone remote control droid. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it's about 150 bucks. I've seen it everywhere, even the Brookstone store in the Galleria. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. 150 bucks. Is it as big? It seems like BB-8's it, massive. Yeah, but it's only about this tall. Okay, good. But whenever Target was selling them, they were life-size. Oh, shit. That thing's fucking yeah. big. And those things disappeared quick. I bet. Yeah, and they were going for the same price, too. $150 for life-size? Yeah. Oh, no shit, I would have taken one. Yeah, it came out back back whenever they first started doing Star Wars Fridays. That's nuts. Or Force Fridays, that's what it was called. Forcer Fridays. Or how about a coffee maker that's that's a douchebag done by C-3PO when he goes to the or Darth Vader? Forcer Fridays. Does this smell like chloroform to you? Oh, dear God. <laughs> or, here we go. Go ahead. Radio-controlled Millennium Falcon drone punch it chewy (laughs) punch it in the face yeah little little things oh wait no no here we go a full queen size millennium falcon bed ship or ship that's a bed ship bed ship yeah take a look at the picture how how would you fuck on that very carefully obviously oh yeah just always remember let the wookie win is that what you call your dick I call my dick the Wookie. It's the Wookie now. Oh yeah, that's pretty much all of. Yeah, I can keep going on all of this. No, let's but keep going. You want to keep going? No, let's get to it. Okay, well, yeah, that's pretty much the end of gadget porn now. All right, let's do this. All right, okay. Randy, Randy remembers. Randy remembers seeing Star Wars. Randy. Randy remembers, Randy remembers, seeing Star Wars! And now... Spoiler edition. Spoiler edition, Star Wars reset. Okay. We're going to try and keep it under 30 minutes. How about that? Okay, we'll try. We'll fail. How about, all right, 30 minutes. Okay.
So I, I want to. So in the too long didn't read version, John went over a lot of points already about how it is episode, you know, episode seven, a new hope, part two. Yeah, where a lot of the, a lot of the Force Awakens is seriously just an entire homage to the to Star Wars Episode Four. Yes, because the prequels are shit. But you know that unfortunately, the while I'm watching the movie, the prequels kept popping in my mind the whole time. The whole movie, I'm watching it. Well, yeah, because I made you watch the prequels in that wonderful fan edit I found on YouTube. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just like, I remember uh, Mr. Plinkett's uh, review of Phantom Menace through the return of the, or Revenge of the Shit. (laughs) And if you've never seen Mr. Plinkett, it's like getting a fucking screenwriting class in the course of an hour. But the main thing that, you know, is essentially just a comparison between the prequels and this movie. And that's the big contrast. Even from the uh, episode four, it's a big contrast where it's like you have the big, you know, ship moving in and dynamic showing us the the impending doom of the ship as it creeps along the planet and stuff like that. Or how in episode four, this little ship's trying to run away from the much bigger ship coming after it before it gets boarded. Or it could be like Spaceballs where the ship just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and goes for a good five minutes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that seemed more like alien to me, but anyway, but it's just everywhere in this movie is a story. Everywhere. Yeah. And where it's like I was telling somebody the biggest thing I, I the biggest difference I noticed between the prequels and episode seven is the practicality, the realism of the movie versus all the prequels. Yeah. Every prequel you see it's like watching a Mexican soap opera. The whole, all, the, all three of those movies. And the reason why is because when you do green screen, which all their backgrounds, all their sets were blue screens, there was no physical locations that they could live in. Yeah. So they would be on a couch with a blue screen behind them, and then everything else would get made up. So the characters look very flat and white, and nothing changes about their, you know, there's no, there is no dynamic in the lighting there's no mood around them there's you know there's not even a lot of depth of field it's just very broadcast friendly flatness yeah you now we're in j james world where he did the homage to the originals where they where he's like the sets. i don't have any let's pretend i have no money at all and we'll just make oh no what i thought was this is the most expensive fan film for star wars the most expensive fan film you could ever think of. And it's like, and as a fan filmmaker, you don't have the, the skills to do green screen. So you're just like, fuck it. I need a mountain. Let's go find a mountain. Yeah. I need a desert. Let's go into Dubai and film for 18 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what they did. Oh, yeah. I heard rumors, though, that the couple of their film crew got attacked by ISIS. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah. Because, you know, when you film in real locations, you get real problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when you film with real steel doors and they fall on your actors, they shatter that poor bastard's leg <laughs> or break someone's back. Oh, uh, and then people get hurt. People get hurt with real explosions and shit flying at them. Oh, yeah. And just like since all of that wonderful experience with Harrison Ford. It'll be Indiana Jones 5 and the search for the golden catheter. No, it's going to be Indiana Jones 5 and, uh, ow, my chest hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because I'm just old. (laughs) Uh, But, oh, my God. Um, But that's, I mean, the, the biggest thing I noticed was that was, like, every frame of this movie is gorgeous. Every frame of this movie is real. Every frame... Even the CGs that I knew was fake looked better because of the realism that was happening at between. No, no. And it's like, when they're walking, you know, oh, when they're in the village, that village could have been filled with hundreds of stormtroopers, but there was only 20. And you could tell it was only 20, and there were actually, there was real fire, there was real sand, there was real dirt, you know, there was 
kind of fake blood, but still there was realism. But one thing I did notice, though. What? The stormtroopers got better at shooting. That's true. They did get much better at shooting. I thought that Finn was being outed as a stormtrooper because he was an excellent shot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it still, it still goes with the old, the old joke. A red shirt from Star Trek and a stormtrooper get into, get into, a, fi- into a firefight. Mm-hmm. Stormtrooper misses every shot and the red shirt still dies. <laughs> <laughs> but but they, they got they were ruthless yeah I mean that was another thing about this movie it was like this ain't your fucking daddy Star Wars kind of thing where um, real violence real hatred real everything's real everything is real folks we're not gonna try and like you know we're not gonna cheat you out of your violence you know when a stormtrooper dies and sprays blood on somebody it looks real <laughs> When they when they shoot all the villagers, you can tell this does not co this is not kosher. This is no bueno. Oh yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping there'd be more scenes with uh, what was the silver stormtroopers? I don't know, General or Phasma. Phasma. Yeah. I think they're saving her for episode eight. I think Probably. she's got a bigger role there. And there was a rumor going around that she is Luke Skywalker's bitch. And then she got her heart broken, and that's why she joined up. Could be. But no, it still does still wonder about one thing, though. What? Because it was, this was actually brought up during, I think it was something, 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 Dark Side and Family Guy. Okay. With Lando Calrissian. Right. The only black guy in the galaxy. Right. And now you have Finn. Right. So if he's there, did Lando die? No. <laughs> so now there's, there has to be only one black guy in the entire galaxy? I thought there was at least two. There had to have been at least two. Two black guys. There had to have been at least one more black guy falling around. I'm sure in the in in the first order there weren't any black guys. No, no. But in the you know in the rebel camp, I'm sure there was a lot of black dick flying around. (laughs) Just flipping and flopping. General Organa loves black dick. Oh, you're just flipping and flopping and flagging and wagging. That's right. Yep. That's how they get that's how they power the X Wings. Oh dear Uh, the sounds of a Jawa orgasming. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, like, no Ewoks, barely any Jawas or Jawas. Yeah, I was uh, kind of disappointed there were no Ewoks on that on that one plant with I'm trees. Fine. What? Good with that without any Ewoks showing up. Oh, come All on. All the aliens look really awesome. Oh, yes. I like that. But when I was look, looking at the aliens, I kept looking. Did I see some of these in Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm expect- sure you did. I was expecting to see a Klingon. Because, really. like, fucking JJ's like, oh, let's just take all this shit from Star Trek and move it over here. It'll save us money. <laughs> but I'm, I am disappointed with JJ Abrams. Really? No Klingons? He wouldn't want to get in trouble. He wanted to do another one. <laughs> he wanted to do episode nine. <laughs> well, they'll throw a Klingon Star in there Wars. in the background. Force unleashed all over your face. Oh, God. But, uh, oh, man. So I want to talk about I want I talked about the surrealism. I want to talk about the characters, and then I want to get into spoilers. Um, so Finn is our stormtrooper, but the real character that I was interested in was Poe. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Yes, like right off the bat, he's like they put him on his knees in front of Kylo Ren, and it's like. So, so what's going to happen? Am I going to talk or are you going to talk? Or am I going to talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck. Just oh. snarky and like wise ass the whole movie. Oh, God, yes. And that was a perfect, perfect role, perfect character. I love like the fact that. And that was another thing I didn't I know. The difference between this movie and all the prequels that I saw. There was no character in, that, in the prequels that made me go, I like this character for who he is. It was, I like that character because he's a Jedi. I like that character because he did something cool. It was, it was never like, I like this character because the actor portraying this character did a really good job portraying this character. That's what I felt when I watched Poe, was like, this, I laughed in this Star Wars movie. I have never laughed in a Star Wars movie ever. Ever. On all the Star Wars movies I've seen, I've never chuckled or giggled or even laughed out loud. And I feel that's kind of a waste. Because every... Because every Star Wars cartoon, every Star Wars Force Unleashed, the video games, all the like 
you know, anime or whatever, or even fan fiction films, I've laughed or giggled or enjoyed myself. And it was nice to see that JJ brought some levity into Star Wars. Oh yeah, give a little humor. Basically, in there you know, be. there are jokes occasionally. <laughs> the whole movie series is really serious the whole way through, and it's just nice that we got to a point where we're like, hey. We're all here to have fun. We're going to have fun with it. Oh, yes. You have to. So, Poe meets Finn when they escape from uh, the super, supersonic Star Destroyer. Yeah. And then they go back to Jakku. And then we lose Poe for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. He just go poof. Yeah. Which I'm thinking they're going to go back and that'll be a separate, that'll be a separate movie. The Adventures of Poe from Jakku back to... You know, the, the Rebel base. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be a really, like, cool side-along movie but to do later. It was still kind of or, interesting. Or even a TV show. Just a, but still, like the, I like the homages they did to the old. That was very nice. Right, because, you know, as a desert planet, just like Tatooine, we have our scavenger who's just longing to... Who's kind of the opposite of, of Luke. Yeah. Where Luke longed to leave Tatooine. This one longs to stay. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Well, I'll save it to the spoiler section, I guess. Or should we just start now? All right, let me get run. I'll run through one of the, a few more of the characters. Okay. So now we're on to Rey, uh, who's the character that we met up later with Finn. Uh, she is, she's our, the, the, weird, the weird thing about this movie is we follow Poe for a little bit. Then mm-hmm. that transition, we meet Finn, then they swap. So our protagonist becomes another person who we follow then Finn, and then we follow Finn and Rey, until we swap again, and then now we're following Ray until almost the end of the movie. So we have three different. Oh yeah, then it flipped back, and we're following Finn again. Right, and just kind of flip flop. Right. Back so we have forth. like three different protagonists throughout the entire movie, and they're swapping. They're swapping the role of lead, where the story, the arcs of their journey, make one continuous motion throughout the whole movie. And what I found was. It was awesome. I love the I love the idea that you know we have how everyone came together. We kind of have this like group of people who meet to try and stop this one you know the big order, the first order of bad guys. But okay, so we have Ren. She's longs to stay here. She's fighting her way. She meets up with Finn, and then Finn becomes that that thing in movies where it's like you don't have an you don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you know you do have a choice. You could just stop running next to me. And you could live out your life, or you could run next to me, and we could go on this adventure. And that's the choice she gets within this half a second. Do you want to stay here? Or do you want to, you know, when you move? We're like, let's go, go, go! And then we get on. We're heading for our ship. Like we can outrun them in that one, and then it explodes. And like, well, what about that one? The garbage ship? I guess the garbage will have to do. And then we get over to, and it's the Millennium Falcon. Yes. And I want to save it for spoilers, but still. Anyway, so. Then we move on, and then we're, we're on the Millennium Falcon with no Han Solo or Chewie. Then it gets picked up by Han Solo and Chewie. Yep. Which is weird. Then we have our weird, like, Irish gang and Asian gang show up. <laughs> and the cameo that I thought was really cool, the Asian gang, the entire cast of the raid. Oh, God. Seriously, like, the entire cast of the raid was in that, was of the Asian gang. And I thought... Holy shit, if those guys had lightsabers, this would be the best fucking movie ever. <laughs> because I've seen what those guys could do with machetes, and I was like, oh, I'd be at half-mast. <laughs> oh. I was already at half-mast. He's even thinking about it. They just start whipping out even like that. That uh, Later on, they have a stormtrooper who apparently he was in the raid, too, and he whips out this like half-nunchuck like nunchuck laser blocking sword thing. and Yeah, the... Pretty much so you can battle a lightsaber. Yeah, he's got a lightsaber stick. And I'm like, oh, what the f-? That's right. I've been practicing, dick. <laughs> but uh, then another thing about the... Okay, so another thing that I didn't really like or I kind of like noticed, but I was like, uh, okay, I'll live with it. Coincidence ruled the land in this movie. Yeah. It was like, hey, I crash landed. I just happened to crash land in the right part of town and met up with who I was supposed to meet with. 
hey, we got captured well, by was, the right people who knew what we were well, supposed to do. Well, Grant, that was kind of the same way it was in, ep- in episode four. I don't know. That doesn't seem like it the at droid, all. Like, C-3PO and R2-D2 crash landed on Tatooine. Okay, yeah, that's true. They, they did crash land and then and happened they, to meet the only Jedi in the universe. Yes. Okay, so maybe like, that's that, that, Like drinking blue milk. Yeah. And then like, hey, let's take this kid who we've been watching this whole time. <laughs> and then he just happened to have the droids we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to find this space fighter guy who is a smuggler. And he's actually the best smuggler in the universe. <laughs> Who's strong with the force. And he's going to get us away. And we're going to stop. And then we're going to get on that fucking Death Star. Which that happens later in the movie, in Force Awakens. Like it's again another homage where the the young kid takes Chewie and Han into the Death Star to try and save, you know, the girl. Yep. Because she gets captured on on another planet, and then they have to go and rescue her. Which what's funny is we get to they get there ready to rescue her, and she's already halfway out the door. Yep. Just like I'm a. Fuck you, dicks. <laughs> this is a progressive woman. She don't need no one to save her ass. That that was the thing with Ray. Like, even from Jakku all the way to the to the two literally called Star Killer. Yes. The Star Killer base. Come on. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh no one needs to save this woman. She is completely on her own. She is devoid of like she don't need no man to help her. She don't need anyone. She don't need anyone. Whatever. Here's a blaster. I can handle myself. I know. That's why I'm giving you a gun. Because <laughs> if you did, I'd put you at the back of the fucking Falcon. Say, wait here. Anyway. But then, you know, Kylo Ren's been peppered in this whole movie. And, and he's, he's a different kind of Sith where Darth Vader was devoid, the robot, devoid of emotion and passion and then yeah, just straight dark side just darks well more like he's more robot he's more you know he would be more kind of on the same level of like a vulcan where he's trying to avoid emotion then you add emotion in here and he becomes dangerous yeah where ray or kylo ray is like all fucking emotion all rage and just brimming at the like i can't control my anger now also keep in mind too Luke Skywalker is devoid, is gone through this entire movie. Luke Skywalker is our MacGuffin in this movie. He is the guy, see, like in every movie we have, like in Avengers, it was the blue cube or trying to find Ultron or, you know, in uh, Ant-Man, it was the technology. It's our piece of information or thing that we're trying to get through the entire movie and it's driving the story along. Where it's like, we have the information to find Star or Skywalker. We need to get it back to the base, and then somehow they're going to find him that way. Yeah. And, you know, that's... I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Luke being the MacGuffin, because he's not on the posters. He's not really... They didn't market it. like like Not like Revenge of the Sith, where it's like they show Darth Vader's face on every poster and cookie and, like, mailbox, cheese box, and whatever. Fresh and like fleshlights and whatever and dildos and we don't see darth vader at all until the end of the movie and it's like there i am for three seconds yeah <laughs> but we did see luke at the very end of the movie for like three seconds and it's like we don't even get a word of dialogue like nope. that that scene cost them five million dollars <laughs> but jj Abrams does love islands i'm okay with that you know yeah he does have a weird thing with islands yeah <laughs> the, okay so the last, the la- the very end of the movie, uh, after they've destroyed the Star Killer base and whatnot in a fiery explosion, just like they would the Death Star. Uh, Ray goes and finds Skywalker on the island of misfit toys, or, <laughs> the, or, or, or apparently or, the first Jedi Temple. Yeah, which happened to be an island. Yeah, which is funny because you know later on they, or earlier they explain she's been there before. That's right. She remembered it. Yeah. She saw the ocean and she remembers the island. And what was weird about it, I was thinking, because the whole island's constructed by all these stacked stones. Yeah. And it made me think of Empire, where Luke was trying to stack the stones together. Yeah. And that's how they built, that's how he was training on the force. And like, imagine someone just, 
the Force Temple just a stack stones of thousands of Jedi's before them, stacking each stone one by one. And it's literally the entire temple is hundreds of millions of stones stacked together. I thought that was cool. It looked cool. And I was like, that's the idea with JJ. He was like, he went out and had a location scout look for something cool. So, all right, we're going to get into the spoiler section. Okay. Rewind back to spoiler number one. Kylo Ren is the son of Han Solo and Leia. Totally called that like three months ago. Totally called that. Although I had a different ending for when they fought in the forest. Still totally called that. But the, that lightsaber battle was not your traditional lightsaber battle. That's true, too. It, you know, like I said before, the, you know, all the prequels, even the stuff beforehand, it was a lot of tap, tap, tap. Uh, the lightsaber battles in the new episode seven, it's like exactly like I said it was going to be where in episode seven and it's motherfuckers trying to kill each other. But still, with the, oh, oh God, for, my, the name just escaped me. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep the names right. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah, with his lightsabers, like someone just turned the power up on that thing because it was just like, like just I said, raw power going everywhere. Raw emotion, raw hatred, raw just rage. And his lightsaber reflected that where it's like, it's not even a solid, solid beam. It's just fire blade. Oh. And, it just, and every time he cracked it on, it was like, or. The best part is when, so, Ray, Ray's strong with the Force. Yeah. She can feel the Force. And now she picked up the Jedi tricks really quick. Very quick. So, she got caught, right, and then left alone with a stormtrooper, and she's, like, strapped to a chair, and she's like, you're going to release these restraints and open the door and walk away or some shit like that. And, like, the stormtrooper finally walks away. he walks up and he goes, I'm going to tighten the restraints, you fucking bitch. <laughs> You will, and she finally just focused, focused a little bit, and like, you will undo the restraints, open the door, and walk away. And then he finally just goes, "I will undo the restraints, open the door, and walk away, undo the restraints, and yeah. just walk out and drop the gun and drop and the drop gun. my weapon." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she runs out of there, but then Kylo Ren shows up, and the chair is empty. And he's like, no, and fucking just like cracks open the lightsaber, busts up everything, just tears the chair, the two, entire room apart. You see two stormtroopers round the corner. They see stuff being thrown out the door. Like they both stop. No, no, they no, just no. Like, turn around. Turn, nope. nope. <laughs> just walk back. <laughs> Funny. A joke in Star Wars. That was the weirdest thing for me. It was like this whole movie is filled with jokes. I said, well, that would be the that, that's like realism right there. Yeah, oh, like, uh, uh-uh. nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> We're gonna get killed. Nope. <laughs> Horrible. And then that guy's like, there was um, <laughs> wait, uh, the BB the BB droid uh, apparently is aboard a freighter and escaped. <laughs> and Kylo Ren looks back and like the droid stole a freighter. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, he had help with the uh, this you know FN one right and like. He cracks open the lightsaber, starts smashing the console. It's like sparks and fire coming out. It's real sparks, real fire spraying on this poor, like, ensign dude behind him. And, he's like, and then he stops and goes, Anything else? They were in the company of a girl, and he snaps, like, right, force grabs that guy. He's like, What girl? <laughs> And it's just like, the whole movie, he's all, that mask was, he's a perfect character until he takes it off. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he takes off the mask, he's back to like 30% and it's the worst. Because he's such an intense, like, fuck everything. And he takes the, takes the helmet off. Oh, look, it's a pretty boy. Which, like I said, I saw the movie twice so far and the second time I watched it, uh, when he when Kylo Ren takes off the mask, I immediately thought of that Robot Chicken episode oh, yeah. where Boba Fett's talking to Han Solo and he's like, "Oh, you want to do it without the mask? Okay. Oh, he's been better looking in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to fight anymore? You almost got your hands up like you're begging, begging for a little piece of Boba." <laughs> oh God, Robot Chicken! But <laughs> oh. And Harrison Ford did a great job. He did an awesome job. 
Um, Peter Mayhew, he did a great job too. I mean, yeah, he was he was a lot more animated than he yeah, was. Yeah, the they were. I mean, I was, you know, when they had Harrison Ford and those guys running down the hallway, you can tell they kind of like gave my head start. Yeah, but you know they're old. That was the other thing. <laughs> that was the other thing about the movie. Running comparatively to the prequels, and added it. Okay, so the running in the movie. In the original trilogy, they had sets so they could run. And their set's about 50 yards. So you can get a good sprint, right? Yeah. In the prequels, it's a soundstage. So it's closed off. They only get like 10 or 12 feet. So they get to have to run, run as fast as you can, 10 or 12 feet. You don't get much out of that. True. So when like, when, when Obi-Wan, or not Obi-Wan, uh, Mace Windu and Anakin are like, he's a, he's a Sith Lord? We got to go tell somebody. Then they do a slight jog off screen. Yes. When Finn is chasing after Ray after she's been captured, he is running. It's a fucking football field, and he's just booking it the whole way through. And it's like, it was like watching Forrest Gump because he's just like, no! And she's taking off, and you could just see the emotion. And like, that was the other thing about this movie sweat, blood, dirt. These things. Small, insignificant things well, made this granted, movie so much got, better. When you got the the money backing from Disney, but it wasn't even that. You could have done this with you could have done this years ago, had the prequels had a director who was a fan of the movies. True. The creator he wasn't a fan anymore. He wanted to just make the movies and be done with them. Yep. And they, if he had passed it on to any one of his fans. Even like, even though, if that would have been an awesome story, George Lucas going to produce Star Wars episode one, two, and three, and introduce new directors for one, two, and three, Star Wars fans, please apply. Yeah. Those movies would have been amazing. They would have been just like this movie because Abrams is a fan, because he remembers what it feels like to see these sets and these characters and feel the... The realism through his eyes. And then he actually builds these things. Oh, yeah. That's the thing and that was the difference. That, that was also me. one of the things, too, with Abrams. He's not a fan of 3D. Yeah. But this was a movie to see in 3D. I didn't see it in 3D because, you know, I had a lot of trouble with all the other movies in 3D. But yeah, I saw it in 3D opening the, night. I saw it in the IMAX. O- the only, you know, I saw it in 3D yeah. IMAX. The only thing I didn't like about 3D when you put the glasses on because the way they're polarized it dumbs the brightness dims the brightness a little bit. That would have sucked for me. This whole movie was nothing but light. Yeah. Everything about this movie, like I said, the light tells a story. The soundtrack, the score tells a story. The story itself and is not really that thank strong. Thank God we got John Williams to get, to do the score. Seriously, again. every episode. Um, it was not so much a Star Wars movie that I was hearing. It was an Indiana Jones flick I was listening to because, like. There, when Finn's running through that camp in the desert, and it's like it reminded me of Jones chasing after Marion uh-huh. in like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, and you can hear that John Williams score. Dun, 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 dun. Seriously, I know. I know. And I'm just like, ah, oh. okay. So Kylo Ren, Han and Lewis, Han and Lewis, Han and Kylo Ren is Han and Leia's son. Spoiler number two. Um, shit, that's thirty minutes. Oh damn. All right, just kill with spoilers. Uh, kill it with spoilers? Just kill it with spoilers. Okay. Um, What's Darth another? Vader is Luke's dad. We know that. <laughs> Luke is the, I mean, the trainer of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Ray, that's, you know, let's see. Finn's a stormtrooper, that's obvious. Han dies. Han dies. That's the big one. By his son's own hand. Yeah. Gets stabbed in the chest. Lights like straight lightsaber in the chest. Totally saw it coming. Still yeah, every, I saw it coming, but at the same time I was like no, no, no. And that happened. Every every screening I've been to is when we get to that part of the movie, it's completely dead silent. Oh yeah. Every time. But yeah. one good thing is though, wait, after Hansel got jab- stabbed through the chest, you hear Chewbacca scream. And he gets a shot off at him and shoots him straight in the hip. Oh fuck! That that crossbow <laughs> blaster has was the star of this movie because yes, like every time Han's like 
can I borrow that? <laughs> just like, fucking takes out eight guys with like one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get myself one of these. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Damn, you've been hiding this thing the whole time? <laughs> How come you didn't get two, you dick? <laughs> oh, but. And Ray. Ray's the, Ray's the new Jedi. Yeah. I thought Finn was gonna be the Jedi. Right, well, they left it kind of open like that. Yeah. But Ray's the Jedi. Yeah. She's she's strong with the force. She can she has Luke's original lightsaber. Yeah. Which they don't explain how that happened, but whatever. No, just had that one crazy lady with the yeah, glasses. Somehow she she pulled it out of that last crevasse that I was stuck in on the Cloud City and then it made its way across the galaxy. Yeah. But but whenever they're flying down to the planet, they to that planet like it looked a lot like Dagobah. Yeah, it's true. I, I, that's what I thought too. Like she's our Yoda in this movie, and now she, and I'm not a Jedi, but I'm strong with the Force. The, Ted, the Force she is, is my. The, she is the Yoda. Yeah, the Force is my ally. Yeah, she even sent Ray down in the fucking like darkness to confront her own fears and shit. Uh-huh. Just like Yoda just like an empire. empire. Only want to take with you. <laughs> Holy shit! Only want to take with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Because she wanted her to take the fucking lightsaber. Yep. And as soon as she touched that, so she started seeing everything. That's another thing I read in the books that never happened. Well, it happens previous. It happens sometimes for Anakin, where he can see into the future. Yeah. But she saw into the past. Yeah. She saw basically a clear visualization of. She saw the history of this lightsaber. Yeah. And that's the other thing about this. It's not a spoiler, but it's a theory that's been going around. Ray is Luke's daughter. Could be. Very much so is what I'm thinking. Well, like with the books, because in the books, um, Luke's, Luke uh, Skywalker had three kids. Right. Two went, uh, became, became Jedi. The other one, last the, four, the third, became Sith. Right. And in the books, it's also the one that threw the moon at Chewbacca. Holy shit. He threw a moon? He threw a moon at Chewbacca. Killed Chewbacca with a moon. Fuck off. But maybe that'll happen in the next one. That'd be awesome. That's what I was hoping for. Right? In the book, he's Chewbacca just screaming at the sky because he managed to get Skywalker's kids off planet. Yeah. But he stayed, he stayed there to kind of focus the attention of the third kid. Yeah. And while he's there, he's screaming into the sky. That as, sounds as like the moon really is cool. crashing upon him. That could be a cool scene to see. Oh, yeah. But like, so at the very end of the movie, we finally see Skywalker. He's, um,. He's on the, you know, he's at the Jedi Temple of whatever. And it's just, he just turns around and looks at this girl. That's it. And she's, the, and she's holding the lightsaber. She's holding the lightsaber. I expected him to force pull, force pull it towards him. I, I expected that too. But the first, that's the first time I saw it. The second time I saw it, I'm looking at, at Mark Hamill's face. And his face doesn't read... I'm happy to see you. It reads, fuck, of course it's you. Yeah. Of course it had to be you. You're the person I should have gone to first. Because, and it's like, he failed Rent. He failed Kylo Ren. Well, no, it actually makes sense because even in the movie, there, um, where you see kind of her, her quick little snippet of a backstory where she's a little kid yeah. and the ship's taken off. But yet she remembers the place of water and all that. Like, right. So, yeah, there's the theory. Kind yeah. She, of tying in all she remembers, you yeah, know, she remembers that and location. That's probably what it was. They hid her away. Just like they did with Anakin uh-huh. and Luke. Like, just like Luke was when he was a kid. Yeah. Hide him away and make sure he's safe until he's ready. Yeah. You know, when the, when the apprentice is ready, the master will appear. Yeah. And it's just, and like, the look on his face is just saying volumes where it's like, Shit, we have to do this now. You're gonna be the. You have to go walk the path now, and you know it's like he he wants to be happy for her, but he really can't because you know he's gotta he's gotta put her through shit now. Yep, he's gotta put her through the paces, and I think that's what's happening next. Even if it's nothing like that, he still feels that he can't do it again. But that's what they're. That's what she's there for. She's there to become a Jedi, and. If it's his kid, that's even worse because now he has to deal with the fact that he's going to send his daughter 
to fight his creation. Yeah. And it's going to buck him. Well, I think it's going to be him and his daughter versus his creation. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be we're going to lose Luke in episode eight, and it's going to be the final battle of Ray and Kylo Ren in episode nine. And it's the whole movie, it's, the whole series is going to. It sounds a lot like the old um, Greek mythology. Right. Yeah, where um, you had the Titans and then you had the gods. Right. And the gods killed off the Titans. Mm hmm. And then that's what it's starting to seem like. Well, like that makes sense since this is a kind of a lore. Yeah. And that's, you know, we're going to follow that kind of basic pattern where. Or maybe we'll get lucky and we'll see, you know, start US, the USS Voyager way off course. Hopefully. <laughs> it'll, it'll try to tie in somehow. And I'm like, we're all getting lost. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> somehow we got lost. Oh, but fuck this movie. Everything about this. Star Killer was the other thing that bugged me. Well, yeah, that bugged you. I didn't know anything about that. So, of course, granted, I'm a Trekkie. Again, that's the thing about it is, like, like I said before, this movie was not meant for newbies. This is not meant for, hey, I've never seen Star Wars before. What is it a good movie to watch to start with? Not Episode 7. Don't start with that. Start with Episode 4. Yeah. That's fine. 4, that 5, and 6. And if you watch Episode, if you watch Empire... Right at the end, you have Lando in the Millennium Falcon. He is wearing the same clothes as Han Solo. I got, I'll contest that maybe they just didn't have anything in his size. Could be. And I was like, Han's not going to be, Han's not going to use it. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm going to take his ship. I'm going to take his clothes. I'm going to take his bitch. <laughs> and his dog. I'm going <laughs> to drop off the abortion at the Stormtrooper Clinic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. And I'm going to name him Finn. <laughs> and there you go. Another, you got oh, two black guys in the galaxy. Finn was hilarious. Oh, God, yes. Everything, everything about this movie is awesome. And, it, and it's, not a, it's not a typical Star Wars movie where there's, in Star Wars, especially with the prequels, there's a little bit of action and there's a lot of exposition. A yeah. lot of exposition, like talking, 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 uh. talking, droning on about stuff and this and that and wada, 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 wada. And then we have a little bit of action and then just talking, 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 talking. Episode seven is like, I was, I was waiting for the part where we're going to sit down and talk. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. we have like, ah, okay, we just got captured. Run, run, run. Giant battle in the village. Okay, I just got captured. Now escape! Run, 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 run! Oh, well, let's go back to Dago. Crash land! Oh, I, just, I need some water. Run, 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 run! Essentially. And it's like, let's get in the spaceship! Spaceship battle! Run, 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 run! Oh, I think we're okay. Oh, we got captured! Run, 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 run! Now, here's a good, interesting thing, though. How are, are they going to do, like, the ghost Jedi in the next one, you think? Yeah. Han's going to be a ghost Jedi. Han's going to be a ghost Jedi? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Why not? He's strong with the Force. But with, which, uh, like, I guess they can't use uh, the guy that originally played Darth Vader because... Oh, they're going to have to go back to Aiden Christensen. Yeah, but remember when they... hold him up. Yeah, yeah, but think about it, though. They did that, and then they brought out the... the they re-released the prequels. Yeah. They re-released the, the original trilogy. And what did they do? Completely blank them out and replace them with the younger version. That's of fucked up, man. I'd be pissed if someone did that shit to me. I'd be like, fuck you, dicks. You bastards. Yep. We all wants to be white. Oh, dear God. But yeah, go see it if you want to see it in real, real 3D IMAX. Oh, it's good, but it's not going to be as bright as seeing a regu the regular 2D. Regular 2D is just fine for me, folks. Saw it in the IMAX, and I saw it on a regular screening. Or, yeah, I saw it on a regular screen. Either way, awesome movie. It was, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was not, I mean, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it was definitely a really good movie. Yeah. And uh, I think because I am a Star Trek fan, or Star Wars fan, that it was even better for me. And it's like, the more of a fan that you are of Star Wars, the better this movie is for yeah. you. That, in Attack of the Clones, they had that huge lightsaber battle. I want that, but now I want it with Abrams style, where it's like, 
real motherfuckers trying to yeah, kill each other. Real anger, real emotion, just swinging that those light, those lightsabers around, just trying to just just hack and slash. That's right, hack and slash. Urgh. Anyway, okay, that's our super super long star killer sized spoiler filled review. Yep. Uh what else? Nothing. I think that's yeah. it. Go see it. Go see it. Fuck yes. And if you happen to be buying any of the stuff from the premiere, if you want to sell it on eBay, go right ahead. Make some of your money back for Christmas. There you go. Or if you want to hand it off to Musk for Christmas, that works too. Yes, and just uh, email us and we'll tell you where to mail it to. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy Christmas. Merry New Year. Happy. In this country, we say Happy New Year. Oh, <laughs> I suppose my English which sucks. <laughs> well, I guess we'll sign off. Yep. All right. And this is John. And Randy. And this has been Dogfin Radio. Star Wars Spoiler Edition. <laughs>